throw some D's on it. We're not talking about the regular D's. We're talking Mickey D's. The McDonald's All-American boys roster is finalized. Brandon, what a list. I mean, it's loaded with talent. Plenty of great players from all around the country. I'm excited about being in Chicago in March. No kidding. Let's look at some of the headliners. We'll see... uh, Bam out of Bayo. We'll actually catch him on Saturday at the Peachtree Corners Invitational there at Norcross. The Kentucky commit uh, at the top of the list there for the E squad. That guy, I mean, he's just a beast. Strong, great shoulders, can run right through you. Um, and he's got the skill to be effective. He's got a chance to be a really, really good one there. Kentucky Big Blue Nation's going to love him. He plays hard, he plays the way they like to see guys play. Yudoka Azabuki, you, you know, you talked about strong fellas, a beast. <laughs> Safe to say you could throw him in that same category, birds of a feather there. I was just about to say that, hey, take Bam, what I said, repeat. Now, I mean, he's great size, great frame, not as polished offensively in terms of the touch, but he's a bigger guy than Bam is, so there's kind of your trade-off. You'd love to pair two guys like that together in your front court. That's what you want to do. University of North Carolina, future Tar Heel, representing uh, number 26, Tony Bradley, uh, there on the roster as well. A unique combination of size and skill. You know, face up, can change shots, runs the floor, a really talented guy. I'm excited to see what Bradley does in a room for the stars. Up next, Miles Bridges, the Michigan State commit. Man, I, we broadcasted the Chick-fil-A Classic. Broadcast them at flying to the hoop, and I mean, uh, you it will be hard fe- hard pressed to find a guy that plays with a bigger chip on his shoulder than Miles Bridges. Love watching them play all the time, man. You know, watch the the highlights, man. Saw Jonathan Hemingway in the background getting hyped as Miles Bridges <laughs> choice words to his classmate Braxton Key. You can't guard me, and that's the way he feels. And I love it. And if he gets rolling in this game, don't be surprised to see more of the same. The advanced prep squad, they made a lot of noise around the country. When you look at the, that starting lineup, then really the roster top to bottom. Terrence Ferguson, definitely one of those players that stands out on the loaded lineup. The Alabama commit. It's either a three, and probably from deep, or he's going straight <laughs> to the rim trying to dunk on somebody's head. Uh, the Bama the fans, as Avery Johnson continues to lead that resurgence, He's going to give Avery plenty more reasons to do that runoff on the plug like he did the other night after the big conference win. Uh, I mean, Ferguson's just a flat-out score. Big Blue Nation, we mentioned them earlier with Adebayo, De'Aaron Fox, also giving them a reason to say cheers at the Big Blue Martini there across the street from Rupp. Uh, You talk about somebody that serves the drink, man. That Fox pushes the tempo, can score it. Uh, But he's really going to be a guy at the next level who can get other people involved, but who can also make a, a play for himself. Uh, they're going to love Fox. They're going to love Bam. And we'll get to Killia Jones in a minute, too, but they're going to like him as well. We mentioned the Peachtree Corners Invitational at Norcross. I never think about that event without thinking about Markel Fultz and the show DeMatha put on there in that matchup versus Pebblebrook last year. Talk about the uh, future Husky. His rise and ascent from playing J.D. as a sophomore to what he's doing now, you know, McDonald's All-American is, is almost unprecedented. Um, the folks out west of Washington, Romar, they're going to love him. He should step right in, have an opportunity to average plenty of minutes and, and get plenty of quality shots, and it'll be up to him to knock him down. But he's a guy who can really, really score the basketball. I love what Fultz does on both 
both ends of the floor, but especially scoring it. He did his thing at Sean Williams uh, for six last year there for the D.C. Blue Devils. I'm a lifelong Braves fan, so the name Andrew Jones means a little bit something different to me. But for Texas Longhorn fans out there, Andrew Jones has a totally different meaning. He's another Mickey D's All-American. What a summer. I mean, that guy was just absolutely fantastic. All summer long, playing with pro skills, just an athlete. Bounce, gets off the floor. You talk about Shaka Smart and the job that they're going to do there at Texas and Jones is going to give them a guy who can put the ball in the basket. I know they list him as a shooting guard point guard. I think at this point in his career, I see him more as a scorer, um, maybe even a guy that can add some weight and continue to get bigger and make it even harder to guard him. But, man, he just rises off the floor in a hurry, and then he can shoot the basketball as well. I like Jones a lot. I can remember Sasha Kalea Jones sending out a tweet telling players that, that are as maybe a little bit more unheralded to just work on their game. Don't worry about the accolades and, 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 the, and the different followings. That will come eventually. He continues to show that Exhibit A, a McDonald's All-American invite for uh, the Kentucky commit. They got him smooth. He's deceptively smooth. I watched him play a couple of weeks ago up at DeMatha. Uh, at an event, Markel Fultz was in that event as well. Really well done job there by Keith Stevens from Team Takeover. Hey, he runs the floor so well, Jones does. He gets to where he wants to go. He finishes it around the rim. He can face you a little bit right now with that reverse pivot to knock down a jumper. And then he can change and contest shots as well. So a lot to like about that young man's game as he gets ready to head off to Lexington next season. Was in Dayton, Ohio for the Flying to the Hoop this past week, and the conversation came up. VJ King, the McDonald's All-American, he's not in Ohio now, but we should be able to claim him in the Buckeye State. Regardless of which state you attribute him to, he's a Mickey D's All-American. Hey, it's kind of like King Griffey Jr., man. Cincinnati or Seattle, y'all can claim VJ King. I think, you know, that accurate connection was real strong there, obviously, with everything. St. Vincent, St. Mary's, the school that LeBron went to starting there. You know, I think Paul, the, the six, really helped him take his game to another level. Um, you know, now he'll be headed to Louisville for college. But King is just, he's been a steady flow type of guy for the past year, watching his frame fit out, watching him do some really good things. And I think his best days are still way in front of him in terms of his body filling out at the next level. I think he's a guy that has a chance to be a really, really talented one, not only at the collegiate level, but potentially at the pro level as well think Evan Turner in terms of what he's doing in Boston um, as, a, as a pro. You know, if B.J. King can continue to work on his game, continue to work on his shape and get stronger, I see a lot of Evan Turner in B.J. King. Next up, Kobe. Kobe Simmons, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the Georgia native. Uh, also, uh, he's a burger boy this year, ranked number 18 and recently committing to Arizona. Well, it's, it's interesting. First of all, I love Simmons' game, and I think – continuing to progress, continuing to do the things that he needs to do, but we both know he can put it in the bucket, and uh, he passes well for a guy that's a legitimate 6'5", He can get the ball to some other people. Um, I thought he really, really rolled through the high school season last year alongside Malik Beasley, who was tearing it up at Florida State, and then Kaiser Gates was doing some good things for his Xavier team that's rolling. Simmons was a big part of that there at St. Francis, and this year in a very different role, but still putting the numbers up when he's healthy and able to give it a go. I really like what he brings to the table. And I know some people in the state thought he might be the only person from the state that made the game. But fortunately for us, we got a second one who we'll get to in a minute uh, who will join Simmons there in Chicago. Jason Tatum, last but certainly not least, 
Uh, the Duke Blue Devil commit holding it down there on the East Squad. Hey, that young fella was ready, right? Like with the we talked about the haircut in the Green Label segment, um, GreenLabel.com segment. Y'all make sure y'all check that out if you hadn't heard it. But uh, his game is as smooth as his chop is, man. You know the the reverse pivots and the faces, and he does some great work. And you know, obviously, anytime you talk about the number one spot in the class, right? There's a lot of discussion, which is good. I, I think that. You know, he, along with Josh Jackson, who we'll get to, Terry Giles, who's out, you know, had the uh, ACL injury. You know, all of those guys kind of sit there at the top. I know that, you know, Drew Hamlin does some skill work with Tatum and really, really vouches for his ability to be that top guy long term, and I definitely don't doubt that. Uh, And for the time being, man, smooth, one of the best shooters in the country with the ability to create his own shot, too, with the footwork. He's, He's a problem, man, great length as well. Let's jump over to the west side of things. Jared Allen, uncommitted at this point, but whoever gets him is going to be lucky to have him as we start off with the west squad. Skill. Big, skilled, scores. Uh, he was just really, really good, you know, both the high school season, uh, summer season last year, summer season before that. He really plays his position well, arguably one of the most well-rounded and polished guys at the position right now. Already really impressive. Former McDonald's All-American Tony Parker's at UCLA now from right here uh, in, in our backyard here in the Atlanta area. Lonzo Ball is going to bring some <laughs> some talent to Westwood as UCLA continues to gain momentum out there. Let me tell you something. I've never had as much fun watching a high school basketball game that did not involve Lewis Williams as I have watching Lonzo Ball uh, play for Chino Hills down there at City of Palms in Florida. I mean, his play at hoop ball, Jonathan Hemingway texted me. You know, we were going back and forth during the game that was on TV on Monday. Ball caught a ball, Marcus, literally on the end line defensively, throws it 85 feet on the rope to his brother, his freshman brother, who's also going to UCLA for a layup. I mean, he's just he's one of the best passers, if not the best passer I've seen at the high school level. He reminds me of Sean Livingston before the injury in terms of the length and the passing ability. So keep an eye on Lonzo Ball. Big things ahead for the Chino Hills High Star. Marcus Bolden, uh, ranked number 20, uh, also on the West Squad. Well, this is a rare class where you really have a lot of guys on the interior. Bolden, Allen, Bradley, Udoka, and even Bam for that matter, who can play around the bucket and be effective. Bolden's got great size. Uh, only going to continue to get better. You know, I think you talk about you know, college conditioning, both the weights and continuing to be in the best shape he can be in. He's got a chance to be a really, really good one at the next level. Uh, I love his game and everything about it, man, and can't wait to see. We talked about the sky's the limit in the last podcast, and I think that's what we can say about Bolden as well. Shout out to Zag Nation. They'll have a representative in Zach Collins uh, there for the West Squad. Well, Collins will play to get some of the best competition out. You know, Bishop Gorman, Chase Cheater, who's the Duke now, was alongside him, you know, for the duration of his career until this year. And, you know, Gonzaga's got themselves a, a player. You know, anytime you can get a guy to legit 6'9", good size, will run the floor, can shoot the basketball in the transition, facing it. There are a lot of things to like about Zach Collins' game, and Gonzaga's going to have a blast continuing to work and develop him the way they have with some of the guys like Wilson. Now, I'm going to ask you a rhetorical question. Have you ever seen somebody happy in below-zero weather? 
my rationale for that question is that that's exactly what Coach Sharman White was for Altariq Gilbert as uh, as we walked into the uh, the host hotel there for the Flying to the Hoop in Dayton, Ohio this past week. They had literally just gotten the announcement that Altariq Gilbert, the UConn Husky signee, had actually been uh, recognized as a burger boy here on the McDonald's All-American list. Well, and I, I had a chance to talk with Coach White and, uh, you know, nothing but the the most respect for him, for Altariq, and, and what they've done over there with the work they've put in. You know, Altariq really has risen his game another level and, and also made the, the Jordan Brand Classic. That's already been announced as well, the beginning of that roster. So for him to be able to have that type of success, you know, with a small point guard. You know, let's call it what it is. You know, he, he, he's that air quote small point guard, but at the end of the day, that young man is productive. And it's ironic, I think, that he's going to play for Kevin Ollie. Gilbert is a guy who I think can have a pro career, you know, when this is all said and done, by leading and having all the intangibles, the things that Kevin Ollie was able to do for so long to keep himself in the NBA, I think Gilbert can be similar. If you need another reference, look no further than Kimball Walker and the progress that he's making there in Charlotte. Impossible to think of, in my opinion, to think of one of those guys without thinking about the other one in some way, shape, or form. Next up, Kyle Guy. Uh, the committed to the Virginia Cavaliers. He'll be in Chi-Town. Yo, that dude's got a burner for a chopper, man. Like, he can really play. I was sitting at NBA PA Top 100 this summer, and just to take guys' game in, shot made, shot made, assist, shot made, assist, shot made, shot made, assist. So he does a little bit of everything. You know, I think he can play on the ball some secondarily. Um, but, he, you know, he's a guy that can make a shot. Not a huge guy stature-wise, not a whole lot bigger than Gilbert, but he's a guy nonetheless who can make a play, find a way to make a basket. And in a lot of ways, obviously more acclaimed Marcus, but he brings the same type of toolbox to Virginia that Malcolm Brogdon did when he left GAC in terms of being a guy who can knock down that open shot. He's going to do all those little things, and now it'll just be a case of translating that to a really high level there in the ACC, but I'm excited to see what God brings to the game in Chicago. Up next, Dewan Yule. Awesome. Runs the floor. Miami's going to love him. Like, the way that they play and the type of success that they're having down there, he's going to fit right in and literally right down the street from Northern Senior High. Keep an eye on that guy, man. Fantastic. He went at it with Altariq Gilbert in Utah a, a few weeks back at a uh, at a holiday tournament. They'll be on the West Squad together. That's Frank Jackson, uh, the Duke signee. Hey, he went at it with Kobe Simmons the other night up there at uh, Hoop Hall as well. Frank doesn't back down from anybody. In a lot of ways, and Duke fans would get excited to hear this, he reminds me of Tyus Jones in high school. Build, style of play, a distributor who can score it. So don't be surprised to see them use Frank in a lot of the different ways that they use Tyus high on ball stuff and really try to get him involved early and often. He's fantastic, man. Big shout out to Lone Peak. Well, let's stick with the Jacksons and let's let's go over to Josh Jackson, uh, the prolific prep standout. Who I mean, he just never see never ceases to amaze me. Hey, don't get Josh confused with Tito. That young fellow's a stone. <laughs> no, hey, hey, forget I'm Michael, you Tito. I'm Josh, you're Tito. Facts, <laughs> man. He just does such a great job of getting to where you want to go, putting the ball in the cup, and uh, he's just a super talented guy in terms of scoring the basketball. Be interesting to see where he winds up. Still undecided 
the hometown folks in Michigan, where he's from, obviously would love to have him back at Michigan State to finish off a dynamic class, and that would get them three All-Americans. So we'll see what it looks like. But uh, talk about this next guy who is going to Michigan State. Josh Langford. We've seen him plenty of times. I, I know you they're on your national travel trails uh, for the for evaluation purposes. He's come through Atlanta to play several times as well. Langford, man, he can go. Hey, fantastic, man. Uh, just a great kid. You know, I had a chance to cover, you know, the Madison Academy team last year. Marcus, we did on SUBT, did that night over at the Hilton Invitational. And he just plays the game the way you want it to be played. Skilled, high IQ, athletic, talked to his father last week, and he's actually got a sister coming through that's got some talent of her own, so we'll see how that plays out. But he definitely is one to keep an eye on. The Izzo fans will eat that guy up when he gets up there to East Lansing. You know, that UCLA-USC uh, rivalry just continues to gain steam with what UCLA is doing recruiting-wise. T.J. Leaf, uh, another future Bruin. I mean, they've got so many quality guys, they got to open up cap space. Steve Alford's son, Bryce, is coming off scholarship. They're going to pay for him next year, rightfully so. T.J. Leaf is great. I talked to Jonathan Hemingway, and John, I think, had a great run on T.J.'s game. He said, man, he reminds you of, like, Tim Duncan, in terms of his skill set and his package at this age, can play with his back to the basket, but can face it up and handle the sum in the half court, has the size that you want already. He just does a little bit of everything. I'm really excited to see how his game translates out there in Westwood, but all signs point to him being a great one there in the Pac-12. And last but not least, Malik Monk, UK represented again there on the West squad. Two words. Ty Riser. Uh, you know, he can really score the basketball. It'll be great to see him in this setting with a bunch of guys who can play. And he really did his one-two out there. Um, you know, when they had the, uh, the Global Challenge, Malik Monk was great out there playing with great guys. So I'm really excited to see that happen again here at the McDonald's game. He's as talented a scorer as anybody in terms of creativity. Not named Josh Jackson. I mean, he's right there with Josh. So I'm excited to see what he brings to the table during his stay in Chicago. And those are your rosters for the 39th annual McDonald's All-American game in Chicago on March 30th. I'm Marcus Burnett. He's Brandon Clay signing off. Thank you, Jimmy Paul.